<laughs> Got choked up on that last verse. Whew. All right, Pastor Jimmy. Is there anything you can't do? Uh, how long you got? <laughs> I tell you what, I think I've seen you do about everything. All right, good to be in the Lord's house tonight, amen? All right, we got our kids, uh, kids night going, <clears throat> and uh, we're so glad that you're here tonight, and it's a privilege for me uh, to be able to speak from behind this pulpit. I don't ever take it for granted, uh, <clears throat> and especially tonight because uh, I'm speaking about uh, self-sufficiency, a sign of the lack of grace. So I, I'm trying to be very humble tonight, so I'll I'll seem like I'm uh, not self-sufficient. Uh, why, why do we need grace so much? Grace is what sets us free. It's what empowers us, enables us. Uh, it's God's way of giving us the desire and the power to do His will. Uh, no man, no woman can... Uh, do uh, be the Christian that we ought to be uh, without the grace of God. The grace is what saved us, and the grace is what leads us from day to day, moment to moment. And we ought to all give glory to God's grace. Paul said, uh, but for the grace of God, I am what I am. Whatever I am, it's because of the grace of God. It's not because of me. And we all need to say that <clears throat> to ourselves every day of our life. Uh, but for the grace of God, I am what I am. You may have been good in school and made straight A's. My wife was like that. She made straight A's. She uh, only made one B the, you know, the whole time that she was in school from first grade through the twelfth grade. <clears throat> and uh, it's interesting, I only made one B also, but we went different directions from there. <laughs> Amen. Uh, one thing, uh, I, I'm glad that, that God gave me the right opinion about myself. I realized that it's a blessing for me to be called into the ministry. I'm honored. I, I feel like I fail so much. I feel like God could have made some better choices. Uh, but that's okay because that's the kind of people God can use. That The ones that don't think, they're the ones that's doing it. And that's the kind of Christian that God can use and that He can lead. <clears throat> the Christians that aren't Self-sufficient. Uh, if we're self-sufficient, we don't need anybody, including God. Uh, but if we realize that how much we need God and need His grace in our life, 
then we just depend on them and we cling to them uh, more diligently. So, uh, self-sufficiency is a a warning sign that uh, you're not living by grace. If you're living by your own power and your own strength and your own wisdom, your own everything, then you're not living uh, by grace. Now, let me help you a little bit here. You may think, well, uh, I'm, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm self-sufficient. Um, well, let me just give you a few, few things to run by yourself. I don't want you to, uh, to fill out any papers or, or see how you're doing about this, but you might get proud if you did that, you know. But uh, all of us fall short of really taking advantage of God's grace. And uh, God's grace is irreplaceable. We will never be anything or do anything without the grace of God. So I hope you're not struggling with that. And uh, it's because it's important. So you're self-sufficient. It means you have, don't have much grace. If uh, you really rarely ask God for anything. You say, I pray. I I pray for other people uh, less fortunate than myself and uh, aren't as good a Christian as I am or whatever, you know. Uh, Do you ever uh, ask God for something that that would help you be a better Christian or that would help you help other people be a better Christian? Uh, if you really rarely ask God for anything, then uh, that's not Christianity. God wants us to come to him for every need. And the better Christian we are, the more we realize we need him. And the more we love him and the more we depend on him. Uh, and the more we know we're not going anywhere without him. He doesn't need us. We need him. And uh, we need his power in our life. Uh, So you ought to be constantly, all of us ought to be constantly asking God for help in this area. Uh, James 4.2 says, Ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Uh, Ye fight and war, yet ye have not, because ye ask not. That's a sad verse, isn't it? You go through all this fighting and lusting and asking and, and trying to obtain, uh, but you, the only reason you don't obtain is because you simply don't ask and ask in faith and believe that God wants to give it to you. Uh, <clears throat> the wrong things uh, in life come to you uh, when you don't trust God. When you are self-sufficient, you take life into your own hands, and you um, you say, "God, I can handle this. I this is a small thing. I, I can handle this. If I've run across anything I can't handle, I'll be sure and let you know." Uh, now I don't know anybody would be that self-sufficient to actually pray that prayer, but we live that way so so easily uh, because we aren't constantly begging God uh, for the grace we need to live for him and to glorify him 
He deserves the very best, doesn't he? And we're, all of us are far from the very best. Uh, so why, why, do we, why do we succeed, uh, fail in this area of self-sufficiency? We really feel sufficient in and of ourselves, so we don't real, really feed, feel the need for God's help anyway. Uh, so what do we do? You bring people into your life by asking for help. Uh, you share the glory and success uh, with others. Uh, other people are, are involved. And uh, if you're depending on people and other people, then you're not really living by grace. Grace is de depending on God and Him alone. But we feel like we need to uh, involve other people. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not... Uh, wrong to help get other people to help you but we have to realize that God is our ultimate help and he's the one that we need the most in our life and to help us uh, other people may fail us but God will never fail us so we need God's grace it opens our heart uh, to to uh, in our life to others and uh, the lack of grace makes us very self um, um, self-considered and makes us lonely we we get real lonely if we the more we become the, uh, the emphasis pointed on ourselves it wears on us and we become lonely because we feel like it's all up to us we feel like we've got the whole world in our hands and our, our families our, uh, our mate, we feel like it's all up to us to live life in such a way that's going to uh, be the best thing that other people need. But it's not. It's up to the grace of God for us to be what we ought to be. But we try so hard to be self-sufficient. Um, a lack of grace makes us uh, feel self-centered and lonely. One of the loneliest things you can do is to get more and more self-centered. Happens to wealthy people many times uh, because they've got everything and at their finger touch and they don't need anybody and they don't need any help. Uh, and, uh, you know, when we need help, uh, where does help come from? It comes from the grace of God. It comes from the Lord. And when we need help, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a wonderful thing because it keeps us in touch with the Lord, uh, our helper, uh, that can help us in any situation. But like the pe uh, most people fail because they feel like I need to be self-sufficient. I need to be able to handle anything comes my way. And if they don't, they, they have a nervous breakdown and, and they... Uh, they have to go in the hospital, and uh, when they realize they are not self-sufficient. Nobody is. God didn't create us self-sufficient. That's why it calls for such humility uh, for us to realize we are not self-sufficient. We are God-sufficient, and we've got plenty of God, uh, and that he's who we depend on. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> 
So uh, we don't ask other people to help because we've, we've learned to depend on ourselves. Uh, and also because you want all the glory. That's pride too. Amen? Doesn't pride rule our life? Now either God is going to rule our life and empower us or we're going to try to rule our life and be proud and be a failure. And uh, we need to understand that God deals in the lives of humble people. People that know they need God. Now you may be good on your job. You may be the best they've got and proud of it. Well, I think it's even wrong to be proud of how good you are on your job. Uh, by the way, who gave you that brain you've got? Who gave you that ability to uh, learn and pick up things so quickly? I, I envy that in people more than anything else. I, everything I got, every grade I got, I, I had to really work at it. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be humble. I'm trying to tell you the facts now. I, had, I struggled. And I, even today, I struggle. To, uh, to learn something and to grasp it and to, and to hold on to it. And it's not just because of old-timers' disease, amen, but uh, uh, life isn't easy. We need the Lord. We need His grace to help us. Don't run from anything that you feel like is making you get proud. Let that be a warning sign for you. Any area of your life that you feel proud of, just get on your knees and say, God, you're the one that gave this to me. I don't deserve anything. And it's because of you I am what I am. Not because of me. Uh, not because of my intellect or my personality or anything I have. It's because of you. Humble yourself before the Lord. Uh, so uh, we don't we don't ask others for help in everyday life because uh, we've learned to depend entirely on ourselves. And why is that? Because we want all the glory. We want to be able to say, "I did it." Pride again. Then you're proud. Uh, your pride causes you to uh, miss out on making lifelong friends uh, when you don't trust other people to help you in some project or something. Well, I'm afraid they're going to mess it up. Uh, and, you know, some of the people I've tried to judge, and I, I just didn't seem like they had the highest intellect, and I kind of wanted to look down on them a little bit. Later I found they had that good old comma, and I'm going to say it now, you've probably heard it before. That good old common horse sense. Amen. How smart is a horse? I don't know. I didn't think they was that smart. But I guess, you know, horses know enough to stay away from danger. And they know enough to listen to their master and obey their master. You can train a horse. Amen. A lot of people you can't train. Uh, they, they're not teachable. Uh, because of pride it gets in their life. Uh, so it causes you to miss out on, on uh, making lifelong friends when you don't trust other people to help you. That's how you make friends. 
You ask for help. Proud people don't ask for help. Uh, if they have to take three times long to do a project, they'll do that before they'll ask for help. Why? Because when they ask for help, they're saying, you know, I really don't know how to do this. I'm not good at this. And um, I'll admit that. Uh, I'm not the sh uh, sharpest cookie on the cookie plate. Uh, I know we, we don't want to admit that. We want to, people to feel like we claim that we feel that we're just the best gift to the human race. Uh, and that's a shame. So if you have a need to always be right, then you can't involve other people. Uh, if you involve someone else, they may get tired of working with you because you are always right. Even when you're wrong. Have you ever met someone like that? They're always right. Even when they're wrong because we're, we're wrong many times. And, uh, but we have to cover it up and uh, because of pride. Uh, I, I don't know of a bigger enemy we have than our own selfish pride. It keeps us from serving uh, without wanting the glory and without the praise of men. Uh, you know what? You, you, let me tell you something about the ministry. I've seen a lot of washouts in the ministry. You know the number one reason? Pride gets in the way. They think they're better than they are. And sooner or later, disappointment, failure comes along, and they realize they're nothing without God. Because God, when he calls someone, he didn't, see, when some, an employer looks for a, a uh, employee, they fill out uh, the paper and everything, and, and they look for things that will tell them something about that person and uh, tell them why they should uh, hire them and what their experiences are. And, and uh, that's what the world looks for. But God, when he looks for help, he looks for humility. Because only through humility will a person even listen to God. Will God be able to direct the, their lives? Will God be able to teach them his way? How far are we from God? We, as far as intellect, as far as power and ability, we are eons away from God. That's why God looks for someone that's humble and knows. God, why me? Why did you call me? I'm so unworthy. You don't have to fake that. Just come down to reality. We're all so unworthy. That's the ones God's looking for. He's not uh, looking for self-confidence and um, maybe a, we all have different areas we, we're better with uh, in learning and things like that. Uh, he's not looking for any of that. He's looking for 
an humble person. But pride causes you to miss out on uh, the opportunities to serve God uh, and uh, be able to, for God to be able to use you. So if you have a need always to be right, then you can't involve others. Uh, <clears throat> learn how to listen. There is always more than one right way to do things. There's many right ways to do something. You learn to do something a certain way and you automatically learn, you decide, well, this is the right way. This is the only way to do it. Well, you're not teachable. Because there's many right ways, infinite right ways to do things. Uh, and it's not just your way. Uh, it's, it is uh, God's way, but God has many ways that he directs people. And he uses people. Amen. He doesn't use the same person the same way as someone else. Because he's God. And he has infinite wisdom. And he knows how to take us where we are. And make us what we ought to be. Where he can use us. Sometimes he has to take us down a few notches. And we have to have some uh, humility. But that, uh, that's the best way to be teachable. When by grace, uh, we don't have to just have it our way. Pride, well, it's got to be our way, 100%. But with grace, uh, it doesn't have to be, we don't have to be such a self-sufficient person. Uh, we, all, we will always have uh, many friends in our life to help us and to cause us to have a full and rich life if, if our center is in on us. You see, when we center so much on my way and having my way, people don't trust us. And they, know, they can see self-centeredness. But uh, by grace, we don't have to have that. Because we feel confident, not in ourselves, but in God's grace. God's grace is what got me where I am today. And it will, it's what will carry me through the rest of my life. And by God's grace, I can do anything that's God's will by His grace. Uh, I don't know if I gave you the definition of grace. God gave me the desire and the power. To do God's will. The desire. Uh, for it is God that worketh in you both to will. That's the desire. And to do. That's the power to do. Of his good pleasure. That's what we need. We've got to have God involved in our life. Our pride will set in. Our self uh, will set in. And... Uh, we won't even like ourselves. Must anybody else like us, amen? Or anybody else trust us? Um, only when God's working in our life. So if we're self-sufficient, uh, it's easy to have a life full of stress because, for several reasons, one, if we fail, there's no one to pick us up. If we're self-sufficient, we're supposed to pick ourselves up, amen? But it's a sad thing to fall 
I don't know about you if you've ever had a hard fall or not physically. The sad thing about seniors many times by themselves and the danger of them falling and hurting themselves and no one's there. But if you're self-sufficient, no one, it doesn't matter if anybody's there. You feel sufficient to get yourself up and to uh, take care of yourself. Um, but we all need one another. That's why God created this earth and created man like he did for us to need each other. I'm not saying we can't make it uh, at any given time, uh, in any emergency case, but God wants us to be drawn to each other through our insufficiency because we need help. Uh, maybe <coughs> somebody knows how to work on a car uh, better than you do. Uh, maybe someone is a better cook and got all kinds of neat re recipes. There's all kinds of ways that we really do need each other. Uh, but if we're just self-sufficient, it's easy to have a life full of stress uh, because we don't have anybody to turn to but us. And if we fail, we're in trouble. Uh, so several reasons for this. That, like I said, we, we fall in <clears throat> and there's no one to pick us up in, in, in any way. Uh, we can't think of everything. We need one another. We, can, we can't think of everything by ourselves. Uh, that we might <clears throat> fail to consider an important point, uh, point in our life. We might forget the main uh, point of uh, our project if we don't have a helper to discuss it with. Uh, the Bible says if two work together, it's one. It's great. Two walk together. If one fall, the other lift them up. If the other falls, his other buddy lifts him up. Uh, we need one another. And only pride keeps us from realizing that and uh, reaching out to other people. Not only that we can help, um, because that really helps our ego and our pride when we, we're the helper, if we don't have the right motives, uh, but that we know can help us and that we can be a better Christian because we know them. Something in someone that you admire and you'd like for it to rub off on you. Iron, the Bible says iron sharpeneth iron. And so the countenance of men sharpeneth his friend. Uh, we need one another. We're, not, we're insufficient without each other. Um, then uh, consider this. We're, we're never alone in any endeavor because God is our helper. Now, he's not our entire helper. But you know what? The Lord has way of reminding us uh, he wants to help us, but he wants to use another human. Another human being that knows something that we don't know or can do something we can't do. Uh, and God works through them. I don't know if you're 
uh, a person that's real busy or a person that maybe you help a lot of people and you get tired of helping because everybody calls on you for help. Don't ever get tired of that. You're God's helper. Uh, and God uses us to help one another. Uh, so, um, we can't be self-sufficient and have pride in our life. Uh, consider this, we are never alone in any endeavor because we've got our greatest helper with us, and that's the Lord. Amen. Don't ever feel like that you never come to the place where you're totally without help. Uh, well, I can help myself. Well, I can make it through this. Uh, so many times you can't. But our greatest helper. You know, that old song says, Help of the helpless, Lord abide with me. Do you know that's who God likes to hang around with? That's who God likes to hang out with. That realize that they're so helpless. And God is the help of the helpless. That loves to abide with the helpless. If we're self-sufficient, pride comes in and we don't ever see that in our life. And uh, except in dire situations. And we fail to understand. And so pride grows more. And if we make it uh, through life, we say, well, I made it again. I overcame it again. I had another victory. And have you noticed a common word here? I, I, I. You know, the, you may not have noticed this, but the middle letter in the word, word pride is I. By the way, the middle letter in the word sin is I, too. I gets us in a lot of trouble, doesn't it? Uh, it robs us of any hope of, of having any humility and any, any dependence on the Lord. Uh, but we're never alone in any endeavor if God is our helper. We don't depend on our self-sufficiency. Uh, so if you think things are Going great, it's a good time to pray and ask God, is there anything I'm forgetting? Have you ever had a day, one of those days that everything fell in place? Everything was going place, going good, you was getting the projects done, and all of a sudden it hits you. One of the main things you was going to do that day, you completely forgot about. And now time is about gone, and and uh, you're tired and you've done all these other things, but you forgot the main thing. That's a bad situation to be in, isn't it? Uh, well, he's the help of the helper. You know why I need more help? Wherever other senior needs more help, and that's my memory. I never thought it would be as bad as it's been in my life. Uh, I know there's a reason for it, but I know I need the Lord more now than ever before. That's a good thing about the senior life. 
you understand? You really need the Lord. And you want Him. You want Him to be in your life. And you want Him to work in your life and take up the slack and do what you can't do by yourself. Uh, so, we can, anything we do, we can, with God as a helper, we can say, Lord, is there something I'm forgetting? Seems like, you, you know, you've had times you're forgetting something. You know you're forgetting something, but you can't remember what it is to save your life. Lord, what am I forgetting? Reckon he'd tell us. Well, he has told me before. He's our helper. He's the one that makes up, takes up the slack and makes up for every weakness that I have, every shortcoming I have. I don't have to worry. I'm in good hands. I got a God that loves me and is watching over me and taking care of me. And he knows, he knows every shortcoming I have, every weakness I have. And he says, come on, buddy, we're going to. We're going through this. Hardest time of my life to be about without my wife. Like I said, my wife was a very intelligent woman, but she never acted like it. But she helped me so much. She would remind me of so much that needed to be taken care of. She helped me. All our married life, she was a helper. And so now, I just got to depend on God. And that's okay. He's a good helper. And uh, I've been a little bit spoiled. But now, it's time to look to God as my helper. And he's a wonderful helper. And he wants to help. He never gets tired of helping. So the best, biggest reason we miss, miss out on life, on our <clears throat> having the help and the grace that we need to help, is self-sufficiency and pride. We, we fool ourselves so much and talk ourselves into believing, I got this. Uh, that wasn't that hard. I can do it. You know, if we just take I out of most of our thinking and our talking, we'd be a lot better off. And replace it with God. God's got this. God knows what to do. God's strong enough. God is sufficient. That means we never run short. God's grace is sufficient. We never run short. We'll always have the Lord. Uh, but the biggest thing we causes us to miss out on God's grace is our self-sufficiency because of pride. Modern philosophy says, if it's to be, it's up to me. Heard that? Anybody heard that? Never heard that? If it's to be, it's up to me. And outside Christianity, that's really the way the world thinks. If it's to be, it's up to me. And they teach you to be self-confident and 
self-ability uh, and be able to think for yourself. All that sounds okay, but sometimes our thinking gets off, doesn't it? Gets off base some. And we start thinking the wrong way. What's wrong with thinking the wrong way? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, or so he becomes. Uh, if you, the better you think you are, the worse you become. See, the world can get by with things Christians can't. We can't get by with thinking that we're making it all right. We don't really need God that much. Because all of a sudden, if something will happen and God will show you, aha, uh -huh, see there, you do need me. And you honor me and you glorify me by your need of me. Don't ever feel bad for needing God. It's a great compliment to the Lord to need him. Uh, you never wear out his grace. You never overuse him. You never wear him out. He's a big God. And he's capable to take you uh, in every need you have and meet every need. Never get tired. Uh, never feel like he's taken uh, advantage of. Amen. We as humans can feel that way. Other people, this and wants this, this and wants that. And you can get thinking, you're, you can't take advantage of God. You can't uh, use him too much. You can't wear him out. You can't uh, um, make him sorry that he saved you because <laughs> you need him so much. You can't depend on him too much. You understand that? Uh, we have a big God, and he loves for us to think that way, that how sufficient he is for us. Uh, I could say modern philosophy, if it's to be, it's up to me. But if it's to be, it's up to God as a Christian. Humility sets you free from self so God can use you. Greatest thing that stands in the way of God using any Christian is pride. You look through the Bible, you can see pride throughout the Bible. And when pride comes in, God steps back and says, have at it. You've got it, you're on your own. God's not gonna fight to be your best helper you could ever have to be all the wisdom that you ever need. All that's available to us. But he's not going to argue with you. Amen? Uh, he's not going to have his feelings hurt. If he has any feelings hurt, he feels bad for you. Because you're missing out. Because you lack humility. Uh, but humility sets us free so God can use us. Uh, Humility from the big I and the little you philosophy. That's what the world sees. They, the big I and the little you. And they live that way. Like uh, I'm the most important. Everybody else uh, needs to get out of my way. And doesn't matter. The big I and little you. Humility gives you many uh, 
a lot more friends. Don't you love to be around a person that has some humility? I'm talking about true humility, not fake humility. But uh, when we have true humility, someone says, uh, humility, that's thinking little of yourself. No. Humility is not thinking of yourself at all. When you come to the place where you think of others before you, and you're not so taken up with you and only you and your problems and your heartaches and your trials and your schedule, and it's all about you, then you can say you've taken a step into humility. When you forget you, you can have true humility. Well, who's going to take care of me? Guess what? God takes care of the humble. Because they're on God's schedule now. And God can use them. Because they're available to be used of God. Uh, Humility gives you uh, more more friends. Who doesn't like to be friends with a humble person? No one likes to be around a self-sufficient person. But a true humble person, they enjoy being around. Nobody likes to be around a know-it-all. You know about one thing everybody knows about a know-it-all? They don't really know it all. They don't really know it all. They know that themselves. But they act like a know-it-all. And everybody else knows they don't know it all. Uh, but so many people live that way. So when you become a, a know-it-all, you make people uh, feel like uh, they are not important. And their opinion doesn't really matter because you already know it all. What do you need their input for? And they feel that. They sense that. Uh, pride really <clears throat> makes you lie to yourself. And makes you believe the lies. It's one thing to lie to yourself, but when you believe the lie, how can we lie to ourselves? We know what's true and what's not. Well, if you say you believe something enough, you'll start believing it. Uh, so you lie to yourself, and you believe the lies. So you become greatly deceived. It can happen so easily. Uh, when you find out that you're thinking this way and you're deceiving yourself and you're believing it, boy, just run to the Lord. Say, God, forgive me. Uh, give me an humble spirit. Help me realize how desperately I need you and um, how I need your help to even halfway do what you want me to do right. I need you. The thing about pride, you don't feel that need for God. Because you're always in the background. And you've always handled things. And you've always taken care of anything that's come your way. And you're awful proud of it. But humility knows they don't stand a chance without God. We desperately need God when we have true humility. It's not just a word. It's not just a, um, a, 
put on or trying to act like uh, uh, everything's okay. We need God. And we know it. Everybody needs God, but the sad thing is everybody doesn't know it. When you need God and you know it, you're in a good place. So if you really didn't need uh, other people, God would have to put you on a planet by yourself. Why put you on a planet full of people if you don't need people, if you're self-sufficient, if people just get in your way, if people slow you down, if people's problems are a bother to you, uh, if your heart is cold toward people and they're a nuisance and they're a problem uh, because you're so important. You, ought to, you need to be on that planet. <clears throat> we all need one another. Uh, the most insignificant one may have the answer. <clears throat> An old father knows best. Remember that, that old black and white TV show, Father Knows Best? How many's ever heard of that? Father Knows Best. It was a sitcom, a family, and everything. And uh, when the, one of the sons came home one day, and he had a bloody lip, and a bully in the school had beat him up. And uh, so he had come home. <coughs> he had followed him home. He was across the street uh, from his house. And he told his dad, what happened, and his little sister was there. And he said, okay, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, go across the street, and we're going to ask him a few questions and get to the bottom of this. His youngest little girl said, no, Dad, let's go over there and hit them first and then ask questions. <laughs> she had the right idea, I think. Get, it, get their attention. She was mad that her brother was taken advantage of. No man is an island. Everyone needs someone and to stand with him and be for him. How do you change from being a self sufficient, know-it-all. It's one of the hardest things to change from. But it hinders the grace of God from working in your life more than anything. You don't want to know where you need help the most? The area of your life you're most proud of? Watch out. The Lord's going to bring back his hand one day and say, Satan, you can have him a little bit in this area. Because he needs to learn a lesson. He's proud of this area. That's where he needs to be hit. For his own good. Where we're self-sufficient. We're most proud of. Uh, so learn from your mistakes. And your failures. Realize you don't have all the answers. Everybody needs friends to stand with them. If you can live without friends... 
you're definitely a self-sufficient person. And probably got a lot of pride. And it's a shame. Even Webster didn't know enough to compile the Webster Dictionary by himself. He researched and gathered uh, information from many others. We think when we see something like the Webster Dictionary that he just thought up all those topics and thought up all the answers, the definitions. No, he did years of research to compile the Webster Dictionary. Who are the best people to trust? Those that have failed the most know that people need somebody to trust them again. Thomas Edison tried thousands of times to invent the light bulb. And uh, they, they say that he lived on the second story of a building, and on, on the out, outside the window, there was a vacant lot. And you couldn't do this today. Uh, the city would come and get you, but he would just throw the faulty light bulbs uh, out the window. Every time he tried to make a light bulb, maybe it would pop, maybe it would burn out real quick or something, he'd throw it out the window. How long did it take him to invent the light bulb? Well, they say that the pile of light bulbs on the ground piled up to the windowsill of his laboratory on the second floor that high before he began to make any increase. Aren't you glad he didn't give up? We'd be sitting in darkness today. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say failure is not what, where you're supposed to stop. You can put it with the rest of failure and keep on going and keep on trying. And keep on, if you have trouble trusting in God, put it with the other failure in the pile of failures and say, God, I'm going to trust you more. With more of my life, uh, I'm not going to be a self-sufficient person. I want to need you more than I ever needed you. I want to love you more than I ever loved you. I want to care about others more than I ever cared about others. You won't do that without the Holy Spirit working in your life. Without God working a miracle in your life. Why? Because all of our life, it's been me, my, myself, and I, us four, and no more. Pretty lonely life. No wonder people are so lonely. They're in the minority. Come out of the minority and get with God's plan. He's the majority. And you'll have a full life, a life that will glorify God. Who are the best people to trust? Those that have failed the most, but are still humble. 
by Thomas Edison. Are you willing to fail enough? How much failure does it take? Well, evidently just a little bit more. Enough to where you're not self-sufficient. You know you need God. You know you need His church. You know you need His people. You know you need His Bible. You know you need the Holy Spirit. And you read the Bible seeking for help. You pray to God because He's got all the answers. You love your church because in your church you have both things. You have a place to meet your needs and you have a church full of people that have needs that you can meet. We should never be self-sufficient. And if we get to that place, how are we going to get through things? That's when the grace of God goes to work. Self-sufficiency is number, number one in keeping us from depending on God and His grace for our help. Any area of your life, you say, well, I, I, I've got this. Watch out. The Lord knows how to bring you down. He knows how to humble you. He knows how to make you realize what you really need is the Lord and His strength, His Holy Spirit to do the work. Let's bow our heads, please. Father, I thank You for Your Word. Lord, I, I pray that somehow we get the picture here how much desperately we need to watch for things that get in the way of us having the grace that we need to serve you all of our life. We're just not going to make it very far. It's going to be a struggle throughout our life if we don't ever come to the place where we experience true grace. And we know it's grace because we know we don't deserve a bit of it. It has, doesn't have our name attached to it in any way. And it's so easy to have humility when your grace is really working in our life. Lord, I pray you take, take these thoughts with us to our home. Help us to watch for things that will still our humility and still grace from us. Help us to deal with the issues quickly. Help us to pray for your help, knowing you're the only one that can really deal with our old stubborn pride. Help us to love you more and serve you more. Lord, help us 
to somehow get self off the throne and get you back on the throne where he deserves to be. Bless us, we pray in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen.